0: Podcast number 148 of the Texas Hemp Show podcast. I'm Russell Dowden, a publisher, editor for the Texas Hemp Reporter magazine. We are working on our 21st edition of the magazine will be out here at the end of November, first part of December. And then, uh, this is podcast 148 doing this over three years now, but it is where are we, we are, this is the last show before the first of November, so, um, uh, probably should be playing some Halloween music. It's probably more more fitting than surfer music. But, nope, because of the time of the year here, we wanted to revisit with our friends with Sweet Cincy on the show this week to talk about the Texas Hemp Harvest Festival that's coming up November 3rd and 4th. So joining us uh, for one final push and announcement to remind everybody to come out there and, and uh and and show your support in uh, honor of the uh, hemp harvest season, but it'll be the third annual uh, Sweet Scentsy Texas Hemp Harvest Festival. Joining us this week on the podcast is Greg and Tracy uh, from West Austin. Hi, guys. How y'all doing?
1: Hi.
0: (laughs) Good to see you guys and have y'all on the show. And I guess you're probably both getting ready for the – it's the calm before the storm, isn't it, Tracy?
1: is true very true got a lot more going on just not just the festival but uh we're handling it
0: together <laughs> well welcome to the show greg i uh, gotta ask you first off you were on the show maybe a month or two ago we talked to both of you and and um we were gonna maybe we talked about maybe getting you guys to call in like you did the year before when you went to ireland and i thought i would just ask if you Uh, made that trip out there and if you might tell us a little bit about the the ireland trip did you two have a pint uh
2: we did we we spent almost uh two weeks in ireland and then a few days in uh, prague the czech republic and we were in ireland and uh we did have several pints i had several whiskeys he had several (laughs) pints
1: That was just the uh, first day. Uh, <laughs> but we, we had
2: a great time. Um, we went we went all over Ireland, including um, uh, Dublin and, and my family's old land. And uh, we had a great time there. And, and Mo actually did, uh, Mo, the lead singer of the Mammal Chaplains, actually did uh, join in on a, a few different uh, little uh, songs with uh, some traditional Irish music.
0: <laughs> and what is Mo's background? I, I have Irish, Scott, uh, Scottish-Irish blood on the Dowden family tree. Uh, did Mo have any ancestry back to uh, the, the UK?
2: Um, I think his his family is uh, Scottish, if I remember right,
0: and, and mm. some some Irish. Yeah.
1: Or he does now.
0: He <laughs> certainly does now after that trip. I got my map, and some of your staff sent us an email. So I got my load in times for our booth and to come in there. And, and I started seeing a couple of emails have been coming in, Tracy, for the last few weeks for us vendors. Uh, be, um, I'm one of those inside vendors, it looks like. So I think we're going to be, uh, I got my check in time on uh, uh, next week for that. Or is it the following week? Yeah, it's coming up actually next week, isn't it? Next
2: weekend.
0: So no, it's gonna be fun. I, I I was I was glad that I saw the little notes to my for me, it said uh, not to bring you don't have to bring like a y'all didn't want a tent thing for indoor vendors. and I'm so glad that I, I saw that because I didn't want to bring that damn tent anyway.
2: <laughs> it's actually a couple of people tried last year and it's the fire marshal that doesn't want the tents inside for whatever reason.
0: okay. Well, what I can bring is I have the back step and repeat. I think I can still probably bring the step and repeat and just put that behind us, and sure. that, that'll mean, be okay. For all
2: of the the, uh, the vendors and the people coming that have booths, we have uh, some hooks that that'll allow y'all to put them behind you, and so you can hang your banner up real quick instead of trying to tie it up.
0: Well, very cool. And I don't think I ever got my uh, Tracy, I did, I have my invoice for my VIP. Uh I never paid I you.
3: Tickets. Uh,
0: you 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 have them so I need to take care of that this week. I just hadn't sent it. I it's right here on my desk actually. I've got my my um it, it's the ticket. Is it two passes for VIP or one? Uh
1: I think it's one pass for VIP possibly. Okay. I'll look- yeah, you can buy your tickets at eventbrite so you know I, I put your tickets in through
0: Eventbrite. no let's just talk about some of the music we got um
2: yeah so we um again the way this works is is i'm i'm so grateful i'm lucky to be able to do this but i get to pick the uh you know the artist myself and that works between me and and uh and Angela, uh, with Flamingo Cantina. Mm-hmm. So I just give her my wish list. And what I actually do is I go down what I listen to every day. Uh, this year I was actually able to get, uh, two or three of the bands that are on the top of my list. Um, so we've got, uh, we've got, uh, Josh Heinrichs and skill and jaw. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're amazing together. I mean the the, the amount of, um, of uh, enthusiasm that goes into their shows is just ridiculous. I, I mean, I've, I've seen Beastie Boys in concert,
4: and, <laughs> and every
2: other mainstream that you can think of. These guys are just on fire when they're on stage. So they're, they're ridiculous. Um, so they're, they're that first night. Um, and then we also have uh, the, the first night is.
1: Uh, well, we've got the Mau Mau Chaplains. we got
2: the Mau Mau chaplain So Mo is the first night of. Of course, one of my best friends that I just spent a lot of time with in Ireland. Uh, and they, they do amazing. Mo actually has uh, a special song that he's um, releasing that's going to happen at, uh, at, at the show. Uh, so, the, so he wrote, he wrote it's his, I think it's for his new album. It's the, the main song for his new album. So he'll be releasing that and playing that there with Mau Mau. And I think we're going to play it again Saturday uh, just before the, the main band goes on. Um, but that's that's Friday. We also mm-hmm. had uh, a DJ, Tropicana Joe, yeah. um, and mm-hmm. he unfortunately got very ill.
4: Did, oh. uh
1: been hospitalized, and um, he's still there, but they're you know working on his recovery. Our heart goes out to Tropicana Joe. He's one of the super most fun uh, people that you will meet. Obviously a fantastic DJ. Um, so there is a GoFundMe that's going on for him. If you actually go to our social media on Instagram or Facebook, we have just posted about it. So you can get the link there and you can uh, donate if you'd like. But uh, yeah, he's, uh, he was struggling, but he's doing better. Um, he's,
2: also- doing a, he's doing better now, but uh, any help that anyone can uh, do is, is very much appreciated by him. Uh, and then Saturday. So Saturday we've um, brought back, sister nancy that's uh, right everyone, everyone loved her yeah. last year, and uh we, we couldn't pass up the chance to have her again she's one of my favorite artists but uh they're coming she
1: kills it on stage
2: yeah she's great on stage and then everybody knows that international band pacifier so pacifier is there which we're so grateful and blessed to have them um, they're an amazing band. I mean, I, I don't have to say anything about them. Everybody knows Pacifier. We've, we've yeah. got some
1: employees that have asked to actually pause their job at the
0: festival yeah. just so they can be <laughs> there yeah. they they want to see Pacifier. You know, I, I oh, was, was going to tell you guys. I reached out to Pacifier and um, I forget which guy which one of them. Who's the main one? Greg, the drummer.
2: Oh, um, but him, him, and the lead singer started it. I'm really yeah, they're brothers.
0: Yeah, they're brothers. I forget the the drummer is yeah. the is the uh, one that reached back to me. I was trying to do an interview with them, and they actually sent me pictures. They said, "Here, Russell, here's pictures um, for the interview." But they said, uh-huh. "They said, man, it's going to be hard to interview us because we go on tour yeah. uh, at the first part of October." And so the, the tour kind of almost basically ends at the, at your event. So. Yeah, it uh,
2: does. It does. It actually, we got them at the end of the tour. So that that's the, I believe that's the end of their tour is, is our event from all over the place to see them. We're, we're selling, we're selling more tickets, I think because of pacifier and, and, Ten foot ganja and the you know the level of, of everyone that we've got. So
1: yeah, so ten foot ganja is after pacifier. On ten foot Saturday.
2: ganja is after pacifier, and we've got people coming like we told you on the last one from Oregon. I heard <laughs> that there's there's uh, some people coming over from France is what uh, is what I heard from somebody just to, to see <laughs> ten foot ganja because they don't they haven't played so much, um, but and they have never played in Texas, so we're bringing them here for the first time. Um, and there's a lot of people coming from all over Texas to see them. Um, they're an amazing band. Their their sound, if you haven't heard them, is you know more classical reggae, but but mm-hmm. with a little bit of a new twists. Um, they're 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 a great band, and and they're they're a reggae band for everybody.
0: Well, this is really cool because it seems like, I mean, Greg, you have great taste in music for one, and and uh, I kind of helped a little bit with some of the artists. I kind of recommended the first year that we all, you guys, did this. And um, but man, uh, you know, it, 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 it ought to be your birthday party, uh, Greg, because you got all the all the great music. It's all all Greg's favorite bands are, are always playing. Uh, but Pacifier, I really got into them. Uh, last month i wasn't aware of that band but they i got into them and they are really groovy um so i i appreciate you turning me on to them and ten foot ganja is really cool i'm looking forward to hearing and seeing them so and and josh Hendricks with Skillinger, they are amazing together that that is an awesome oh, yeah. that is awesome um
2: that, that show is going to be off the off the chain man they every every time that they get together on stage it's just a- Amazing event.
0: So what time does the music end? Because I saw on my email today, Tracy, that I had to be out of there by midnight, or at least all of the vendors have got to be, you know, packed up and get gotten getting out of there by midnight ish. So I was just wondering when was the last band finishing up around 11?
1: Each day, it's
0: around 9 o'clock. 9. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, that's right.
1: We give you a lot of time yeah. to get out. You know, we don't want everybody to just get oh, yeah. out together at the same time.
0: Again, it's 12 p.m. to 9 p.m. on Saturday. Right. So that- and then,
2: and then again, we're doing this for the industry, and that's why we started it, was you know to bring attention to cannabis and, and to the hemp industry. And we want to make it easy on everybody. That's why, you know, one of the reasons why we did two days, two as days. I started to say last time we talked, is – everybody's getting more for their money. They're getting more attention, more time to sell their goods, more people to come out and see them. Um, so, I mean, that that's really the, the motivation behind it is uh, to bring attention to hemp, cannabis, and to get brands' names out there.
0: Yeah, this is going to be really cool, and we're excited. What is the major difference for you guys organizing this year as your third year than, than the previous two years. Can you think of anything that really stood out more this year with the organizing of it than the last two?
2: Well, we started, uh, almost 10 months ago. (laughs) So so the other, the other years, it was sort of, you know, a hurry up thing because we do run this company. Um, me and Tracy also own a large part of a recreational marijuana company in New Mexico. So we're, I'm flying all over the place, speaking conventions, so everything, you know, just, it gets to be a lot, uh, and, and, you know, running this company and the, and the, and our other companies, and then starting, um, you know, our brand is starting to take off in Europe. So I'm traveling a lot there. It, it just gets to be a lot, but this year we started early. We have, um, uh, tons of staff now that can help us with everything. Um, so we're a lot more prepared and, that shows in the artist, and it also shows in the marketing that Tracy has done. Um, I just think that everything is more, much more tighter, and which is going to make a much more enjoyable experience for everyone. Not to mention, we're able to decorate the place more. There's going to be uh, different lights and stuff that no one's ever seen. Uh, there's some little lounges and stuff throughout the event, uh, and yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a much more um, tight uh, put together
4: event this time. Of
1: course,
0: kind of, of course, we're talking about the third annual Texas Hemp Harvest Festival that's going to be down at Distribution Hall. If you are in the space, you probably know about this. You've probably heard about it, and you've probably been to one of the the two already they've done. But this is the third annual um, An Elevated Cannabis Experience uh, vendors, sponsors. you got to come down here, guys, and check this out, TexasHempHarvestFestival.com. Uh, We're looking forward to uh, the music, the food, the vendors, and, uh, you know, just raising awareness like Greg and Tracy have done the last three years uh, uh, about this plant, and uh, this is one of the premier events, uh, certainly, uh, in the, uh, the, the, the hemp space and cannabis space in Texas, and so uh, it is going to be a big a big fun time and and we're all excited about this i know i've got to ask you greg what are you planning for next year because if you t- if you started if you started 10 months ago i know you've already got ideas for next year
2: we we have a, 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 um, some really big possibilities coming up we've been i won't i won't let too much on but we've been invited um by some local municipalities to to Apply or um, put our name forward for a huge venue in town. Uh, so we'll, we'll see what happens with that. We don't know for sure yet, but um, I think you know putting on that first festival in in uh, during COVID and being mm-hmm. the first. I mean, we were the first company. That's not right. Just cannabis, but anything to 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 get a mass gathering permit in two years.
0: That's right. Because of COVID. Yeah, you so, were the first event to have an event of a mass gathering in the whole state of Texas. Uh, and uh, you had a big old venue out there and all of that. And, but it was still, people were still, it was still tough. People not wanting to come out. and uh, uh, But man, uh, you've learned a lot doing this, but I think you're, I think you're wrapping yourself back up. Everybody's ready to get back out. We just come, we're just coming off ACL uh, this month. Um, clearly the culture is back into the music uh, festival. So um, uh, whatever you end up doing next year, I'm sure it's going to be fun. Um, you, have you thought about a band that you want next year? Cause these are all your bands.
2: Uh, yeah. I mean, I'd love to see, we're, we're trying hard to get the expanders. There's they're a smaller band, uh, right now. They actually did, um, something, uh, with slightly stupid recently, mm-hmm. but they're, they're a really uh amazing band that a lot of people don't have on their radar so we'd love to see the expanders come Mm -hmm. and then me and angela are are working on some uh even bigger bands for next year i I won't let on to that yet but we will we will talk about them but they're they're um we've got our feelers out and we've got already some bids out for for bands that are bigger than than we've had
0: um Well, you know, I was going to mention, Greg, I I had a few years ago when we we did a South By show, uh, maybe, I don't know, I forget, 2016 or so. There was a band from Ohio that you might know. They're called Shrub, and they're from the Ohio area. Have you ever heard of Shrub? They they played for me once before at a a South By show, and and they're really good and travel well. They kind of fall into that kind of slightly stupid category maybe as well, and so I didn't know if you might have heard of them. Yeah keep
1: them in mind two charities uh russell if i can just mention that oh
0: sure one. you bet you what you so got
1: we, we always do a charity raffle every year we've done it since the first year we usually pick two charities what we do is since we have such a large and wonderful group of uh vendors that come each of them usually donate one or two products or services whatever they provide to our gift baskets and we end up having enough to make two gift baskets and one uh We do a raffle for uh, our audience to win that gift basket. Uh, The raffle tickets are purchasable at the event um, and all that money goes to uh, to the charities. We just split it down the middle. This year we've got mobile loaves and fishes Mm -hmm. for one of our charities, which um, that's a great uh, ministry that is helping feed the homeless and get the homeless back on their feet. They really believe in, uh, you know, that you have to have a support group, uh, whether it's friends or family, um, to help you stay off of the streets. And they're doing a lot with that. And then I just got off the phone with a wonderful woman named Heather today. Um, Heather Phelps with the Forney Memorial uh, VFW. So she does some great work out there and she's um, she's very happy to be a beneficiary of uh Know, part of that charity raffle that we've got going on and there will be more posts about these uh charities and um, so that our followers can find out more information about them um and then when you come to the event you can purchase as many raffle tickets as you want because your money's going to go to some really good good people that are doing some good things
0: well it's always going to be a great fun time with whatever greg and tracy put on all and and i'm familiar with the uh, um Uh, The Loaves and Fishes folks, they do great work feeding the homeless here in Austin. This is going to be a really groovy event. Again, the Texas Hemp Harvest Festival, downtown Austin on uh, 1500 East 4th Street. Distribution halls, great venue. We're excited this year more than ever because we have a booth again like we did the first year. So we're going to be part of that vendor. Come down there and say hi to us. Pick up a magazine. Check out all the products. There will be great food vendors. What's the guy's name who does the the, the jerk chicken? <laughs> That's Winston. Winston. That's the best jerk chicken. Yes. Him. yes. It's probably,
2: so I don't know about you, but I've been – we've been to Jamaica, and we've had – uh, you know, dirt chicken from, um, I think it's called scotchies is, is what it is and blows them away. I think he actually learned how to cook there.
0: <laughs> yes. Winston is going to be there and Winston. No stranger to the Flamingo Cantina fans. Cause he serves up out there. Uh, we're looking forward to trying his food, uh, Friday, uh, November 3rd, Saturday, November 4th, Friday from five to nine. And then all day Saturday, come out and see us from 12 to 9. P.M. Uh, We got uh, Josh Hendricks, Pacifier, 10-foot ganja plant. Mau Mau Chaplin's on Friday. Sister Sister Nancy on Friday as well, Greg? She's on Saturday.
2: Sister Nancy's on On Saturday. Saturday. Pacifier and
0: 10-foot ganja. Awesome, awesome. Well, we are very excited about this. We look forward to uh, being a part of this again this year. And and is the ticket sold out or can people get tickets? I, I think you guys sell out usually, don't you? Last year we sold out um, for a couple of hours and then soon enough
2: people cycled through where they, the fire marshal allowed me to open the gates again. Um, this year we've sold hundreds of tickets so far. That's gives us a good inclination of, of, of doing better than last year because we hadn't sold this many tickets at all at, at this point last year. So um, we are very optimistic that we're going to have a huge showing um, both days.
0: Well, if I have to uh, reach out for y'all on anything, I, I will. But I'm, I noticed that we've been y'all have been great about keeping all the vendors up to date on what's going on. In fact, uh, I got my map right here, Tracy. That's got all of my how to how to park and get in there and get I, out of I, there
1: i put you right next to the door so you can just peek around and
0: just peek. <laughs> you probably should have put me right next to the bathroom that would have been a good thing too <laughs> well for <laughs> Well, i'm gonna do the vip with you guys after all but i do i did notice that our booth came with four general mission tickets so we're gonna have some of our staff show up carl and i will be working the booth uh, as well so we're just looking forward to having a good time hanging out with you guys and and celebrating this plant so thank you both and we look forward to seeing you guys here uh, in a next weekend awesome. thank you, thank you. All right, guys. There they go. That's our good friends, Greg and Tracy with Sweet Scentsy. Every time I check in with him, he's got something else new on. I did not know about the new store located down at 607 Congress Avenue here downtown Austin. I can't wait to go down there and see what Greg's cooking for that. But uh, the Texas Hip Harvest Festival that's going to be the third annual. So be sure to check that out. Uh, we'll go down there and have a good time with them again this year. Vendors, sponsors, music. Uh, go check it out guys it's going to be a lot of fun so uh, we're looking forward to hanging out with them but uh, coming up next we're going to go to the commercial break here and then we'll come back and talk to Reagan uh, with Canicide learn a little bit about uh, their services they provide website development for cannabis businesses and we're going to be re-overhauling our website with them next year in January so stay tuned we'll talk a little more on the other side this is podcast 148 of the Texas Hip Show we'll be right back
2: ¡Suscríbete
4: local brand Sweet Scentsy, known as the original Texas Rosin Company, presents another year of bringing the hemp industry and the people of Texas together to celebrate all things cannabis at their Texas Hemp Harvest Festival. The Sweet Scentsy brand, known as the best true full-spectrum organic gourmet candy manufacturer in Texas, has been selling out the Texas Hemp Harvest Festival for the last two years. This year's festival holds two days of elevated cannabis experiences on November 3rd and 4th. Downtown East 4th Street at Distribution Hall. Showcasing hemp and art vendors from all around the state. And features on stage top reggae artists like 10-Foot Ganja Plant, Sister Nancy, Josh Heinrichs with Skillinja, Pacifier, and Austin's own Mau Mau Chaplains. Sponsorships available to companies interested in showcasing their brand to the large audience. Buy your tickets and inquire about sponsorship and vendor spots at TexasHempHarvestFestival.com. The Texas Hemp Reporter is your leader in hemp and cannabis news for fellow Texans, covering legislative news, alternative product reviews, health, retailer profiles, and celebrity interviews. Cannabis products are growing in availability and in more improved flavors. Ask about your brand being profiled in the magazine. Learn how your products can be featured in the Texas Hemp Reporter magazine and how you can be a guest on the Texas Hemp Show on ESPN Austin. Did you know that the Texas Hemp Reporter magazine is available absolutely? free at over 700 CBD stores and smoke shops across Texas Dallas, Houston, Austin and San Antonio. Can't find a magazine? Read each issue online at TexasHempReporter.com For over three years, the Texas Hemp Reporter magazine has educated our readers with news and culture about this amazing plant. For more information, email Russell at Texas Reporter at gmail.com That's Reporter at gmail.com Now, back to the show. And if you can't hang, say I refuse. I take you all back back through the I was a young pup, fortunate you. So what's the hold up? What's the ballyhoo? Maybe I was stupid. Maybe I was slightly. Figured I could stick through the low end the high. Read. mommy me, I should jet west. Head out on the highway. when you tribe. All right, welcome back to, to the Texas
0: Hemp All Show. Podcast on board, number 148 of, of these that we've done. 148 shows so far. Keep this thing going as we truck along. I have a couple of news, uh, uh, news items that just hit uh, in the last day or two, and I thought I would address these before we bring the guest on. Uh, but a, a story came out, uh, newly elected GOP House Speaker uh, is been chosen. Uh, Mike Johnson from Louisiana was the new House Speaker. He's been known to have um, numerous marijuana measures, uh, and and has been uh, against voted against these, uh, so just noting noting that the new speaker, uh, hard right conservative Mike Johnson, chosen by the House Republicans uh, yesterday to be the chamber's new speaker, has been a staunch oppo- um, opponent of marijuana reform in Congress. So the elevation of the socially conservative Louisiana Republican might bode ill. For long-awaited marijuana reform bills, uh, such as the Safer Banking Act, which uh, passed in key committee recently and uh, in the majority Democratic-controlled Senate here just last month. So I just wanted to point that out. Uh, Another news story uh, came out either this morning. Top federal health agency releases highly redacted marijuana scheduling recommendation letter to DEA. We talked about this last week with Andrea Steele. Uh, she made no mention of this when I had uh, her and David Sergi on the program last week. The U.S. Department of Health uh, released a highly redacted version of a brief letter that um, that was to head to the DEA for regarding the agency's marijuana rescheduling. A recommendation, and the letter to the DEA administrator Ann Milgram says that the um, Human Health Services recommendation was based on the quote eight factors determinative of control of a substance under Section twenty one, subsection eight one of the U.S. Constitution. But um, the entire letter was basically redacted. You can't even see see the letter. Uh, There's nothing to show, but. Um I noticed on uh, that the FOIA request uh, said that the justification for exempting the bulk of the letters content was to protect quote interagency or inter a- intraagency memoranda or letters which were not be available to uh, by law to parties other than an agency in litigation with the agency. So um, this I saw was in my inbox on Marijuana Moment this morning. That's two major stories, though. We talked about that redacted, uh, that that letter to the DEA. We'll see what the DEA releases, hopefully something by the end of the year, and maybe rescheduling uh, cannabis will be a good thing that uh, takes some of that power out of the House Speaker's hands. Uh, which that maybe that can happen there. So uh, de- rescheduling might be a good thing. They do. They do say that the recommendation was for to reschedule marijuana to uh, class three uh, instead of class one, along with heroin and all of the crazy drugs. Uh, that I never got to try in high school. So anyway, moving right along, we're going to bring up our next guest uh, here on this segment. Reagan uh, mcelroy Hatch from CanaSite is our guest, and we've been talking with Reagan. Reagan was going to be on the show about a month or two ago, and she got sick, so we missed her on the show back then. And uh, and we're happy that we could get her rescheduled and bring her on, uh, uh, chiming in to the Texas Hemp Show from New Braunfels, Texas. Uh, my next guest. Uh, Reagan McElroy from Caniside. welcome to the program. Reagan, how are you?
3: Hi, Russell. I'm doing great. Thanks for having
0: me. Yeah, thanks for coming back, uh, getting getting your sh- getting on here with us. We uh, sorry you were got a little. You were under the weather. I think uh, got COVID a while back, didn't you?
3: I'm COVID struck again. D- darn that COVID.
0: I'm all good. Well, good to see you. You Look great. It's Great to see you in here and, and have you on the show. We have been speaking actually since. Uh, we got back in touch, and you were better, and we, and we actually were going to be doing some working together with each, with you guys next year, uh, in yeah, beginning really in January. Yeah, we're excited about working with you guys too. I think our our website uh, we have one of those news blog websites, Reagan, and so I think getting a, a facelift on it is a good thing. We've had that same theme. Uh, for the three years, or uh, three and a half years that we've been reporting on uh, hemp and cannabis in Texas. So the Texas Hemp Reporter will be getting uh, a facelift here in uh, mid-January uh, from our friends at Canasite. Tell us a little bit about Canasite and how long you guys have been doing this. And I want to say I ran into you guys at – I ran into you at – and got your card, I think, at the first – Lucky Leaf event in 2021. Didn't we meet there?
3: Yeah, you did. We, yeah, we built the Lucky Leaf um, website. And so we went to go check it out and we were still Pretty new to the cannabis industry at that point. And I'd never gone to a Texas event. We'd gone to um, you know, a lot of Canacons and other events mm-hmm. outside of Texas. That was my first Texas event. And so when I saw your booth, I was super intrigued. I was like, <laughs> who's this Texas hemp reporter? Um, yeah. And then we, you know, we've bumped into each other a few other times mm-hmm. at other events.
0: Yeah. So how many
3: answer your question though? Um, Yeah. So we started back in 2018 and I started this with a friend from college. We, um, Karen and I went to college in, in Dallas and afterwards we both moved, you know, went our separate ways, but we started this. So because we were tired of working for other people that didn't really have great values. And so we're like, what if we could start a business based on our own values? And then we thought, wait a second, that's exactly what we can do. So our mission is to be fast, transparent, and responsive. And so what we do is we create designer websites for cannabis um, businesses of all kinds, whether they're plant-touching or ancillary, and we do it in one day, one week, or one month. And there's no long term contracts. We don't hold websites hostage. We include the initial optimization so they can be found on Google and Bing. And then we train them on how to maintain them. We're just trying to empower our clients to be more active and, um, you know, kind of take over their digital marketing if they want. But if that sounds like a buzzkill, we're here to help out.
0: Well, I'm looking forward to it because I mean, you know, I mean, I've been working in WordPress for at least ten years, and uh, we have a WordPress. But you guys actually can offer uh, there's some training if you need. Uh, and, and I understand isn't there a, there's another engine behind our, our, our WordPress site too that we that we utilize uh, uh, as well, right? And, and we get some training with that, utilizing some of the tools that you guys use on your back end.
3: Yeah. Well, we use uTheme, and there's not a lot of other developers in the States that use it. Mm -hmm. It's a little more popular in Europe and some other parts of the world, but it's so much faster than pretty much all the other website builders are that people use. And if anybody's listening and they're familiar with WordPress, I'm talking about Divi or Beaver Builder or Elementor. It's just so much faster. And so we're, Becca, our developers, pretty fast anyway, but it really enables us to help our clients out and get them to the finish line so they can start making money sooner and don't have this ongoing project that takes three, six, nine months that's outdated by the time you get it launched. And so that's what we're trying to do. Well, and not to mention that, honestly, marketers have a pretty bad name, pretty bad reputation for either being extremely slow, charging buku's of money, not showing, not having anything to show for the money you're paying them, or just completely ghosting their clients, and so we, you know, we're we're trying to break that mold and um, remind people that good developers exist, and you know, we're not getting married here. We're here for if if you need help. But let us do our job, get you on the road, and then if you need a tune-up, let us know.
0: Yeah, what, what's cool about uh, Canaside is they, you know, specialize in this space, and so you know they've got um, you know different uh, themes and and different uh, templates that you can choose from, and and you really just specialize in marketing and designing and business development for this space. What? Why the decision to do that uh, for you and your? you talked a little bit about it when you started in 2018, but I mean, that's pretty cool. That's a pretty good, good genre to go after. I must say, I mean, we're, we're in the media business ourselves and covering this in Texas. uh, I think that that's pretty special that you kind of put your focus right towards the cannabis space.
3: Yeah. Well, um, this was Karen's idea. got to give her credit where credit is due. But to take it back a little bit further, as our website says, we bonded in college over a beer and a bong. And so (laughs) went our separate ways, started our families, got married, and then... When we kind of reconnected and started this, she had moved to Seattle, and Mm. while she was looking for a job was uh, moonlighting, doing some web design work for some growers out in Seattle, Cool. and they asked her to go to a trade show to represent the company, and when she walked in, she was just appalled at the marketing she saw, or lack thereof and you know not not judgmental at all but you know these are farmers they don't know anything about marketing and so their booth space was terrible most of them didn't have websites or if they did they were really jinky or just had, they didn't speak to their target audience and so that's what we help brands do is figure out what's your tone what's your mission what are your values and then we create a website that really speaks to those values, tones, missions and makes it really easy for clients to navigate or find the information or the product or whatever they're on your website to do, to do that really quickly and easily because that's what it's all about. You gotta be fast. There's, I mean, this industry is way too competitive to mess around with um, a bad design.
0: Yeah, no, we're real excited about it. I I, I really manage it uh, myself. I get I do have other uh, writers that can contribute to the website, but I'm still the administrator over over everything. And so I'm I'm kind of looking forward to playing around in there and and, and uh, seeing what uh, the new look looks like. But you guys still offer uh, marketing services and do uh, SEO work and things like that, too, don't you?
3: We do. We offer quarterly SEO campaigns and we have three different packages depending on what your goals and budget are. And then we run email marketing campaigns um, pretty much on any platform, but in cannabis, be careful what platform you use. But even that one is per email. So again, we're just like no long-term contracts, but whether somebody needs the, you know, Needs all the bells and whistles and A/B split testing, and they have a huge list and they need it segmented. We can help with that. Or if they have a, or or if they want to do it themselves, we can create a good-looking email template that they can use again and again that matches their branding and the um, vibe and aesthetic of their website.
0: Yeah, I use uh, MailChimp. A lot of people probably use that, uh, that as a platform. We try to brand that as best we can, uh, but uh, I might be interested in learning a little more about some of the other services, SEO services. Uh, do you help with social media profiles and growing those uh, or you know, doing uh, keywords and things of that nature?
3: Yeah, well, we, we help with keywords, but social media, we don't. When we started the company, we did. But eventually, Karen and I looked at each other and we were both like, I hate this.
2: (laughs) Um,
0: I know.
3: Personally, I feel too old for social media. I didn't grow up with it. And I was kind of a late bloomer uh, in getting my own accounts. And even to this day, when I go to market, I mean, I do business development. But when I sit down to put something on Instagram or LinkedIn, I'm like a deer in headlights. And I'm like, (laughs) what was I going to say? What do I put? Um so I just get too much in my head. So well, it, I, I wasn't running those campaigns for our clients, but we decided to leave it to the younger kids that actually enjoy it
0: and well,
3: know what they're doing a little more.
0: Well, I can speak to the age thing and and the thing is but but being a business owner in the 21st century is really a trip. You you've I've always been technical th- technology savvy, you know, uh, growing up in the eighties uh, and then nineties really as a, as a young entrepreneur. But I mean, it is, a, it's a tough stuff, man. I mean, I, I've got to manage my LinkedIn, my, my social medias, mainly, you know, Facebook and Instagram. There's some Twitter that we also have now X as it's been rebranded. Uh, yeah. It's real tricky uh, waters for business owners, uh, especially if you've been in business for as long as I have, I've been in business for over 20 years. And so you have to, you know, constantly navigate the uh, changing uh, culture, uh, especially with digital media. It's always, uh, it's, it's just always evolving.
3: Oh, absolutely. And especially with social media, because the algorithms are constantly changing. And then the laws and rules about cannabis and advertising are different for every state. It's just a lot to stay on top of. And and that's one of the reason. I mean, we love web development, web design, and SEO and email marketing, and so we just decided to stay in our lane. But yeah, so I mean, I know social media is essential and it's really important, but it's not for me.
0: <laughs> it's not. <For> sure. <laughs> it's not for everyone. And the thing is, is I as things evolved over the years, you know, uh, uh, you just you have to be a jack of all trades in, in this space. And we're, we're, we've always, I've run media companies, my backgrounds in advertising and broadcasting. And so I've always had to learn the next thing and it's a, it's always a challenge. So I don't blame you for staying out of it. (laughs) Social media is not fun. Um, How many businesses have you guys, you and Karen helped out now? And since 2018, can you, do you have kind of an idea of how many websites that y'all have done?
3: Yeah. You know, we, we were discussing this a few months back and, um, we didn't come up with a hard number, but it's over 300 websites we've launched. So a lot of, a lot of businesses. Um, and so that's a lot of experience under our belt and a lot of lessons learned and a lot of improvement and, um, a lot of team building too. So it's a lot of fun. Um, we're, we we live all over the country. I'm in Texas, as you mentioned, and Karen's in Seattle. And Becca, our developer, is in Florida, and then our head copywriter Bree is in Wisconsin. And so <laughs> yeah. we're like all over the U.S., but we get to get together um, later this month or later in November in Vegas for the Blunt Brunch and MJ BizCon. So I'm. Excited.
0: What are you looking forward to about MJ BizCon?
3: Yeah, well, I guess I'm most excited about the Blunt Brunch. I attended last year. I don't. Do you know much about it? No,
0: it? no, I haven't heard of that particularly. That one. There's a couple of events that I'm a, a familiar with. There was a. I was going to go with Karen to uh, from um, uh, the Last Prisoner Project. There was a benefit with the Blues Brothers two years ago, uh, and uh, I, I was uh, I had tickets to that. But there's always I, something going on at, 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 at MJ Biz.
3: Yeah. Well, this is the first year that it's kind of an official associated event with MJ Biz. but Delia and Parissa started this um, event, traveling event called the Blunt Brunch. And it's where women get together and eat and join and start conversations and network and um, just empower one another. And we were we're going to sponsor it this year, and uh, we just launched their new website this week, and so it's just going to be a bigger and better event. And so I'm excited about that, getting to connect with old friends and meet a lot, lot of new amazing women. And then, I mean, MJ Biz is always fun, and it's um, it's exhausting, but the parties are fun too. So. And I get to see, you know, my team. And so that's going to be a lot of fun. And I get a little break from being the mom. So that's (laughs) a lot of fun too.
0: You know, speaking of mom, there's, I'm I'm trying to find it here in my email. Uh, I got an, uh, somebody emailed me from San Antonio the other day. It was Nina. She has a store um, and uh Mama Jane, have you heard of that organ? There's like a group, a group called Mama Jane that's kind of about mothers advocating for cannabis. Have you heard of this? No,
3: I haven't. I need to look into it.
0: Yeah, and, uh, there's uh, there was a group that wanted me to do an article in the Texas Hemp Reporter from San Antonio about it, it was a, it was about mothers that uh, share. Um, as mothers they have the, the 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 that support the plant and use the use cannabis and and how they break the stigmatism that, that comes with being a parent and having you know being being a user of cannabis for the right reasons or medical reasons and uh, so i i just thought i would mention that cuz that's a story we're working on uh, about a, a a mother group in san antonio that's called uh, um uh, Again, Mama Canna, I think, is what it's called. So we're we're just well, that, learning a, learning about for that.
3: You. Yeah, shining some light on that. I look forward to checking it checking it out.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a cool thing. I, I thought uh, uh, Mama Jane is what that's called, but. Um, well, what else uh, is got coming up? Are you going to be at the Sweet Cincy Harvest Festival? We were talking about that with Greg and Tracy. It seems like something you might guys want to check out or go to. What have you got? You know, what have you got cooking for the fall this uh, this fall of twenty twenty
1: three? Well, I'm
3: a little—I I don't know if "embarrassed" is the right word, but I didn't know about their festival, so yeah, I would like to go check it out. Oh wow, um, yeah. Yeah. Other than that, it's really just kind of prepping and getting all the marketing materials together for Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. And then we'll be at the Texas Hemp Summit again for the Texas Hemp Coalition um, and sponsoring that. And so just, you know, learning how I can better advocate and walk the walk for legislation here in texas
0: well we'll be there with that event with you you'll see uh, carl and i will be there uh, um we're recording the event for the uh, uh, for the summit for uh the coalition so we're going to be doing the filming of that and, and recording it so well I'll, I'll be able to say hi to you there in december yeah. at, at the summit again so that's going to be a lot of fun um well anything else uh uh, what do you think about, uh, those news stories I read a little bit ago there about the house, uh, speaker and uh, he's yeah. kind of shot down. That wasn't very, that was kind of deflating news to hear this morning. Um,
3: it, yeah, it was actually when I, a notification came across my screen that he was elected and I stopped what I was doing and went and clicked on it and, um, I fretted and worried a little bit and then I got back to work. So um, who knows, but I'm I'm not going to worry too much about it, but it's just another another thing in politics in America right now. It's so divisive. And then I had not heard. I mean, I knew that the um, deregulation talks were coming up. That's right. You know, being had, but I didn't know about that letter and so heavily redacted. So
0: yeah, the 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 last week's show was interesting because last week we had Andrea Steele on with um, the the attorneys were on David Sergi and her, and we talked about um, that uh, letter not being a that it hadn't been had not come out and, and no one could find the letter, and so there were a number of FOIA requests that were submitted. Um, by attorneys, and they got the letter. Attorney Matt Zorn mainly filed the uh, the lawsuit earlier in the month uh, for the letter to become come out because it was improperly being held. Uh, but um, anyway, the hopefully they get the, the, the it pushes the DEA to to follow the recommend, recommendation that to to de- uh, schedule uh, cannabis to schedule three, and, and that would make it a lot easier. Um, uh, I hope in the long run for us to kind of regulate and, and, um, and manage cannabis uh, better and down the road. So uh, hope, yeah, do we, hopefully that's, hopefully that ends up being a positive is all.
3: Yeah, I won't hold my breath, but I hope. Um, <laughs> yeah, hopefully it'll make things easier for the Texas brands
0: well thank you for being a part of the show reagan i've been uh, wanting to get you on and i'm glad you're you're healthy i'm glad you're going to get to go to mj biz and and that'll be a a blunt br- brunch that you'll be going blunt to and brunch. sponsoring yeah, check it out yeah well very cool well thank you fire off the website for everybody so they can go check you guys out and maybe give you a call all
3: right thank you so much for having me russell it was so much fun Um, Yeah, please check us out, www.cannasite, C-A-N-N-A-S-I-T-E.com. And you can find us on social channels at, at Cannasite.
0: Check them out at Canisite. We did, and we're gonna be. Uh, she just sent me my agreement. I've got to sign that and get it back to her. But we're looking forward to working with them uh, beginning in mid January of next year. So we'll we'll be rolling them out uh, and talking about them uh, early in the year next year. But uh, thank you so much uh, again, Reagan, for being a part of the show.
3: Thank you, Russell. All right. See
0: you soon. All right. See you soon. We'll be seeing her there at the Hemp uh, Summit. Uh, Carl, you and I will be down there at the Hemp Summit, and she'll be the, one of the sponsors there. She's also, I think, a fellow member of the Texas uh, uh hip uh, coalition as well so we're going to be seeing them down there but special shout out and thanks to my uh greg and tracy who were on the show early in the first segment of this week podcast number 148 as we wrap things up uh check out sweet scentsy's texas hemp harvest festival next weekend that should be a lot of fun november 3rd and 4th down there at distribution hall uh, we went last year but it was on my birthday and I spent half the evening there and then I went off to go hang out with friends, but this year we'll have a booth. So come say hi to us and, uh, and hang out down there. Uh, next week our friend John will be on from dank. And then I have some, there's another event coming up in East Austin on the 11th. And the, uh, the organizers of that event are also going to be joining us on the show with John from dank lemonade. And, and then, uh, Coming up, we're going to be at this event in the coming weeks. Uh, That is going to be over at AWS, their second annual trade show. Last year's trade show was a lot of fun, November 16th and 17th, over at Austin Wholesale Supply. Check that out. November 16th and 17th will probably be. They want us to do a show from down there, Carl, so I don't know if we want to maybe go down there, but that might be something fun. But uh, stay tuned. So next week we got uh, John from Dankon, then we got – uh, Washington Ho will be on from Hobuzz from the HBO show uh, about Washington and his family uh, and then High on Nature, Pure Iso Labs will close out the month of November and then we're still getting uh, the rest of our December lineup booked. So, I'm Russell, Texas Hemp Reporter Magazine. Thanks for tuning in this week. Podcast 148, great show this week, guys. We'll see you down there at the Texas Hemp Harvest Festival. Come down and see us and Happy Halloween, as they say as well. This is our last show before Halloween, so be safe out there, guys. Thanks for tuning in.